Hey, this is Mike from Oliver Hazard. Thanks so much for coming to Oliver Hazard Day and enjoying the Ollie Session Ale by Buffalo Rock Brewing Co. You're listening to Bevy's on Tap. Welcome to Bevy's on Tap. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And this is episode number 27, Jeff. <laughs> crazy. It is nuts, man. We're, it's we're, crazy. We're climbing. Yeah. It's already really cool. August, man. Um, so for you at home, hopefully you get a chance to relax and sit and enjoy a bevy with us. And uh, if you're driving, no drinking and driving. Wait till <laughs> you get home. But hopefully you're listening to us in your car, on your way to work, on your way home or uh, wherever you're commuting, or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcast. Yeah. We're happy to bring it to you from uh, an extension of Buffalo Rock Brewing Company located at 345 Anthony Wayne Trail in Waterville. That's right, man. So today's kind of a special <clears throat> episode. Yeah, yeah. This will be a cool one to talk about, man. Um, we had a big week uh, at Buffalo Rock um, and a big week for Waterville. And we had two events, so it was kind of a crazy weekend Saturday. Um, so yeah. I think we can kind of right, right, get right on with it. Um, so yeah. but before we do that, maybe we should uh, crack these bevies. Yeah, down. definitely. I'm uh, cracking a special one, one that we're going to talk about here. Yeah, 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 that is a special one. <laughs> so the... Why don't you tell everybody what you're cracking? Yeah, on? this I'll is the, the, Ollie, uh, the Ollie Session, the Ollie Ale Session IPA. Um, yeah. <laughs> Tim's Tim's uh Tim's beer just overflowed. That's how you know it's a solid one. All right. Oh yeah, it like exploded. That's the first time that's it. Which one is that? I have the crazy frog, <laughs> and I apparently shook it. <laughs> Actually, I saw Tra- I saw did. Travis doing somebody it. Somebody shook my beer up. It was me. All right. But I got the uh, Travis. What do you have, dude? Awesome with the hint of lime. Right on. Always oh, a good one. Yeah, wow, this cleared up a lot. Um, so yeah, this is the the Ollie Ale is what it's called, and we made it specifically for um, Oliver Hazard Day, which was this past Saturday. Uh, it's an annual event that the um, the band has. They host it in Waterville, downtown Waterville, every year. So kind of should should go into that a little bit when he says the band. The band is called Oliver Hazard um local guys um that have become worldwide i think i know they're traveling all over the states yeah been to recently i know they were in alaska they were out it's like connecticut or vermont or something like that um they're traveling all over yeah Um, they're getting ready to play austin city limits yeah yeah and um there's a lot in austin would have to be like that's like playing in nashville yeah the the probably bigger the names of the on that bill are just insane. Like they're playing. Yeah. I think Muffin and Sons is on the bill. Lumineers are on there. I think um, they're the. Um, Did you say the Lumineers? Yeah, I think they're oh, on yeah. there. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure they are. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. But I know um, Muffin yeah, and Sons. Yeah, don't on there. fact check us on Buffalo Rock Brewing Podcast. On tap because, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We try to be accurate. We try to get you good information. Yeah, but the the lineup on that Austin City Limits in general is just a massive festival. But anyway, 
they um uh they've been doing some solid things man uh they just played uh earlier this year they were they were touring with um was it Houndmouth? they sing that song it's like hey little hollywood you right know home. And, i'm gonna uh, get you on stage next tuesday <laughs> and uh yeah no they um yeah they've just been touring all over the country um for a while now and uh but yeah they do this festival every year and i've known the guys for a while i got to know them when i was still working at the newspaper um in saluda and i think that was like back i first met them i think was uh december of like 2017 i think yeah and you you did like a newspaper article interview yeah type thing yeah your like initial introduction to them yeah like they called me on my office phone and um basically invited me to their house and they played some songs in their living room Sweet. and um a little bit more personal yeah and i think mike who's one of the guys in the band he was playing with like uh it was like an acoustic guitar but it was missing like two strings on it you know, at that time. And I remember like leaving and uh, calling Brit and saying like, basically like, I think I just, you know, met some stars, witnessed something that is, it will be bigger with time. Yeah. And uh, since then I've kept a relationship with them and it's just kind of continued and started doing PR work for them um, before the pandemic. And then uh, just leading up to the pandemic, we were talking about doing some serious things and then the shutdown happened and changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I imagine like for them, like musicians that were um, trying to make it with their own music um, when the pandemic hit, things changed from playing venues yeah. to a lot of recording and putting things out on uh, YouTube or SoundCloud or Instagram or um, any way they could get it out. Yeah. I imagine. Yeah. So like wild. Cause, um, when I was still working at the blade, uh, uh, one of my bosses, uh, over there, they, uh, they, for the PR thing, I was already doing PR for them, but they, uh, um, I, I wanted to, I wanted to let my bosses know that. So, so they would just know that I was doing it. And, um, they told, I remember them specifically telling me that I couldn't do it, you know, as a music writer, I, I couldn't, which makes sense ethically, but I almost quit when they told me that. Yeah, because it was a great opportunity. Yeah, for me, like in a kind of a completely different avenue. Yeah. So yeah, then, there's a lot of things when it comes to writing and stuff like that that they yeah. have like contracts on. And stuff. Yeah. And then. So, uh, yeah, the band's gone from playing with three strings to all six. <laughs> you know, when yeah. when a band's starting out, truly like guys that are trying to make it, and I, I'm, this probably wasn't the scenario, but. Um, they could only afford three strings, you know, now they're like, you know, they're bigger. They've grown up. Yeah. Um, it's, and they it's know wild. How rocket, what it's, rocket would like control the stage and yeah. the audience and really put on a show. Yeah. And they're just like good guys too. Like, um, super nice. Then when I was like working at Dave's after the paper, um, you know, I'd be like putting shoes on people's feet and then, um, going back in the back to grab shoes for these people, but also be checking my email at the same time. And, you know, basically talking with, you know, them. like, yeah. I mean, you know, we were, I was talking to like, uh, like Bob Boylan from Tiny Desk uh, about trying to get them on. And he was, you know, talking about a little bit about it. But he, during that time, he said that he, uh, he, he likes to watch the artist perform first before booking them on Tiny Desk. 
Um, and that was like kind of a snow, like a very small snowball that was going on at that time. And then there's just a lot of other things too. Like, you know, we were talking to, uh, <clears throat> Judah and the lions people and, um, you know, Mumford and sons people and lumineers and, you know, all this stuff. And then the shutdown happened and, uh, you know, basically kind of, you know, but that was in, uh, obviously spring of 2020 and I've just kept a relationship and now they've become sort of friends of mine like over some time. So with this beer that we're talking about, um, you know, when I was at patron saints, we did this, I think three or four years ago, they did a beer with the wild side for this event. And then when I went to patron saints, um, we did it twice. No, I think they did a total of three years with patron saints and twice when I was there, I, I believe. That's, yeah, I think that's accurate. And then, uh, and then now, and it makes sense now just, you know, Buffalo rock didn't exist then. And with them being from Waterville, it yeah. kind of just, and the I just so happened being to be in here. Waterville. Yep. You know? Yep. And so, um, it was a great connection for us from Buffalo rock. Um, and with your connection with them, like it's a, just a great tie in. Um, uh, we were so excited and pleased and, um, honored to be asked to be part of it. Um, and as you know, an event like this, the planning went way in advance of the event, um, making sure that we got enough beer for it. And in this case, this specific beer, the Ollie Ale, which is a session IPA yeah, that we made specifically for them and um, worked with them. They actually designed the logo, which is yeah, they had a, a friend of theirs. Um, his name is Adam Hawkins. He's the one who designed the label. Um, I think he, uh, I think he's out of Perrysburg, um, but I don't personally know him. But um, I met him at the festival. Okay, sweet. yeah, seemed like a really sweet. cool dude. I know he's going to pick up a few of these cans actually this week that we saved for him. Um, but the beer style, it's session IPA. Um, when we were planning this, or when the band was planning this, with it being in August, like they, um, and being super hot. You know, we we're just like talking about like what could we make that would make sense with the heat that people would actually like, you know, want to still a drinkable. beer. Yeah. Without, yeah. With it, with the sunshine beating on them. And um, we came up with this one, the session IPA, just um, super hoppy. Um, it's only a five percenter, um, but very crushable. And, uh, you know, I think. So for the audience, um, explain kind of what when you hear the term session IPA. So if you're out at a brewery or you're, you know, at a store and you're picking out beers and you see the term session IPA, explain kind of what that means. Yeah. So it basically means you've got session and then you've got, um, 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 God, uh, Imperial. And so session, um, you're, you're basically literally in literal terms, it means like you're, you're, you, it's a beer, that you want to drink in a session so you can have something something that's super light um and you can drink it you know you can have two or three of them and, and be fine yeah it's not a one and done yeah. situation because yeah. the abv's not like knocking you yeah. off your socks kind of it's like session is light and then you when you see imperial it's heavy higher abv i mean you'll you'll even see like session pails uh what session stouts i've seen um i've even seen session blondes um but it varies. And these smaller breweries too, they get super creative and pretty much come up with a term for every, for anything. I know, I know sometimes with sessions, um, 
they will have a, sometimes I think I've seen it both a longer mash time um, and a longer boil time. Yeah. Um, was this, was this one any different in that aspect? No, not for this one. Um, uh, this one was just a standard, very like a lighter, a lighter, uh, grain bill, um, specifically. And then we just, uh, dry hop the crap out of it. Yeah. You know, to boost yeah, the flavor. Yeah, bring those onto it. Yeah. And, um, bring a little flavor to yeah. the front. Specifically like dry hop additions were, uh, Amarillo, um, Citra and, uh, Sabro. And Sabro, I think is the ticket for this one. Yeah. To... That's definitely become one of our more favorite, I think. Hops. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot more um, like tropical. Yeah, uh, yeah, get flavor that to it. Fruitiness. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, and so yeah, I mean, I think it t- turned out all solid, and I think, uh, um, you know, different from like their beer last year, which was a hazy IPA, um, and with this one being a session IPA, just like lighter overall, and uh, I only heard solid compliments about it too from people. Yeah. Um, honestly, we only heard really, truly solid compliments about the entire event. Um, and I, and I got to say the, the, all of our hazard guys in the group, they put their time and energy into this. They, they are the driving force of the event. Um, they they don't just show up and play music. Yeah. They legit like are all involved in like the whole aspect of the setup. Yeah. where things are being set up um it's pretty amazing working with the community yeah in this case working with the toledo arts commission yeah um who who was the uh I, I think overall sponsor of the event for a 501c3 that worked out for us that we actually technically sold the beer to the arts commission that sold tickets and then sold the beer yeah. Um, but with that being said, you also volunteered. Yeah. Um, so like Mike from the band, I told him like when we were making this beer, I was like, I, I was like, I know there's some loopholes you have to go through to technically be able to serve at events like this. But I was like, I really want to serve the beer because, um, you know, this is very meaningful to me um, just from knowing the band for, for as long as I have and forming this relationship after like, you know, six or seven years now. Yeah, burying the beer. Yeah. And now being part of like actually making this beer for, for everybody. Um, it was just, I wanted to, I wanted to serve beer because I I wanted to, it was just, you know, it it just meant a lot to me. It kind of goes back to kind of what we're about is that connection to people and relationships. And, um, I unfortunately couldn't be there. Um, I had family in town and, um, my nephew got married this weekend. So had a ton of family in town and, um, yeah. I mean, helped out a you did minute. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, we could talk about that too. Like I, and so like the week of, um, Mike called me and said three spots had opened up through the arts commission. Cause I think three people might've uh, dropped out and I was like, perfect for volunteers for volunteers. I was like, yeah. perfect because I really want to serve beer. This is a big, big deal for just me personally. And so I signed myself up, uh, my girlfriend, Britt and our friend, Emily, and um, we had the first shift. We served beer from. We had to get there at three thirty to set up, and then uh, we served until seven thirty. Doors opened at four thirty, and uh, we had um, we brought five different drinks. We we brought a black cherry seltzer, uh, our amber, our blueberry blondes. Amber. Yep. Uh, we had our our lager, our let's go bowling lager. And then we also had the Ollie Ale Session IPA on on tap as well, 
with the with 250 along with 250 yeah, cans as well as cans right yeah 250 cans that we had in the fridge um and that was a first come first serve ba- basis so yeah. like once and we totally ran out i knew we were going to run out yeah so we did a a with the special label that they designed and um it's a sweet looking label if you haven't seen it check it out it's on our facebook yeah on instagram um it's a sweet label and it it was like in the wheelhouse i think for everybody yeah um so there was a little bit of work because this was really our first kind of massive can run yeah and i wouldn't say massive but it was our biggest can run all at once and uh all the work that goes into it and then they're all gone in like 20 minutes i know it's 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 crazy it sold like crazy it did and people just like wanted, I knew people were going to want to get that first because of it, of it just being like a limited being special. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of people from what I understand took their cans home, like to save the label. Yeah, totally. Um, um I actually had plans to get a couple of labels. One, I wanted to put a, one on at the brewery. Yeah. As we do more of this, we'll probably like build a, a label wall. Oh yeah. Um, other than our sticker wall that's on the cooler. Um, and then I wanted to have one on my personal fridge and they went so fast. I didn't know. <laughs> no, it's not. So uh, I, I felt bad because, um, when the guy who I met, who created the label, Adam Hawkins, um, he came up to me and we were already out of cans at that point when he came up. So he was too late. So he didn't even get one. No. Uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, I was like, so I got his number. I was like, just text me because, um, I, I can get you, I can get you a can. Right. And he's like the dude who made the label. So I was like, you have to give him some. So did you happen (laughs) to see, um, we did something also new at this event. Instead of serving out of what we have done in the past, serving out of jockey boxes, we now have a rolling cooler. Um, Honestly, incredible setup. Sweet, isn't it? It was like, it was like luxury. It has six (laughs) taps on it. And it's a rolling cooler. Um, but did you happen to notice? Because you were serving, you were on the back side. Oh, oh, yeah. In front of it. Yeah, because I went with Troy to uh, go set it up. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So if you like the label, the whole front of the cooler was one giant label of the beer. Yeah, of the, it of the can so label. awesome. It looks sweet. The only downside, every time I saw pictures of the event and people like in line, Truly, there were so many people in line wanting to get the beer yeah. that you really couldn't see the label. Yeah, um, that's a good dude. the The line like was like insane, like 40, 50 uh, pe- people deep. Oh, dude, and it was like nonstop all night. Like, and uh, we went. You know, it, it's crazy because um, I'm glad I also served beer because like changing the kegs when they were when they were uh, would empty. Um, no one else knew how to do that. Yeah, you were quick at it. Yeah, and, yeah. And and much appreciated from from our side of your experience with that and uh i'm glad that you had that opportunity because there's there's nothing like being right there with the patron as they're getting the drink or if they're coming back for a second and telling you how much they love it or their experience yeah um, and talking to people that, like that who, connection to the yeah people. exactly and like you ask these people uh you know you from you from the area you from out of town and you know some of them were from uh, a lot of people were came from Cleveland, Detroit. A lot of people were from this area, obviously. But then there were also like a lot of people from like some people told me they came all the way from California, yeah. you know, Virginia, Florida. So the event had 
I don't know the exact number, but I, I do know it was somewhere between 2,500 to 3,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Um, I know it rained right. last year for it, but and everyone was talking about how like this this year was like such a big, uh, a much more of a larger turnout. The weather turned out to be perfect. It was warm. Yeah. But it turned out to be perfect. Sunset, it got it shaded. Totally risking like all day long. It looked like thunderstorms could be thunderstorms. Yeah, yeah, that's and right. It turned out yeah. perfect. Everything kind of bypassed the area. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it turned out to to be a I think a perfect event. Oh yeah, and we um, I wish that like I could explain it better with like the line because it was just like just just massive and everybody wanted the session IPA. Yeah. You know, and then and then so from... we sold out. Yeah. A full batch, just three barrels. Yeah. One night. <laughs> yeah. Just that beer. We had five beers on tap. So the other four were selling too because there's, you know, we had seltzer. Some people don't drink it, but uh, don't drink beer really. So the seltzer also sold really well. Yeah. Um, but the Ollie beer, and it was great to see the support for that, for them and the band and the you know, it was also cool, like before we ran out of cans, like, and people were getting the cans uh, when they would come up, it was cool to see them like, kind of, you'd like, they would walk away and you would see them like take pictures and stuff with the can. Everybody turning the labels, yeah. which by the way, it, it, on our Facebook page, and I think it's also on Instagram, when the band came out um, and did like a photo take at the brewery, the the take that they did with all the cans held out in front of them yeah where the cans are in focus it's kind of blurry behind similar to the the picture that you with the bowling beer yeah yeah is one of the coolest looking photos Mm -hmm. like it it really tells the story kind of of the band the beer the festival um just an overall i don't yeah. have any other way to say it than like what i feel like it was like a huge success oh yeah um, um and um and then when we got done serving at seven thirty three, more people came to take our spots you know and i was like all right well i can finally crack a beer now so i cracked a beer and i was like standing behind the tent oh hell yeah <laughs> and uh yeah you're standing there and i'm just like i feel like if i leave right now though like and just go hang out and not monitor this anymore though like they'll get chaotic. it'll just get, become a nightmare for these volunteers because they don't know how to change a keg and like even when um when we were running low on kegs and we needed additional kegs brought from the brewery well how are they supposed to know like who are Couldn't they call, who are they gonna call it. yep uh yeah, speaking of out. that like i had to call tim i called tim a million times i called troy a million times to basically i feel like during the the uh the middle of it like like six o'clock six thirty i was calling you guys like every like 20 minutes saying like hey was, we, we need more kegs we need more kegs it was seriously like load up kegs take them down unload them come back to the brewery and which rings again yeah. <laughs> here's jeff the first time it was i think um i think two kegs it was two kegs like i the think first i took time. down two kegs by the time i got back to the brewery i got a phone call i need six more like it, <laughs> yeah. was, it was almost that fast it was like it was crazy. just like two of everything and yeah. um uh speaking of kegs how much did we go through so we did 28 sixtals which are five gallon kegs and two half barrels which are 15 which are 15 15 gallon kegs yeah. which that's a lot of beer 
So a, a barrel is a, a half barrel, sorry, is approximately equal to three sixtals. So that's around six, half barrel, half barrel would be three sixtals. Um, so about 35 sixtals we sold at that event plus 250 cans. Just wild. It's just crazy. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, they also but had... It, uh... it shows the great support from the patrons that came out and the draw that this band has. Yeah. Like, if you haven't heard Oliver Hazard, look them up. It is some of the most, like, I don't know, pleasant music to listen to. You mentioned a couple of bands that were in that, like, kind of same genre. Yeah. Um, if... Um, if you listen to them, you could you could have them on, and you're you're not going to be a, like you're not. It, it's not like music you get tired of. It's it's so pleasant to the ear. Yeah. Um, yeah. I always think of it as like, to me, it's like kind of Irish sounding, but that's probably not accurate. But it's kind of it has um, like this like a beat to it. Yeah, it has a has a certain tempo and a certain like beat to it that is similar um, to. Yeah, like the Lumineers you mentioned, that kind of goes in that genre. So yeah, they uh, um, it was just it was just wild. It, like I wish, like because of all the chaos, like in monitoring all that, it's like I didn't really even get a chance to like catch any of the bands playing, um, let alone like their set. Once they took the stage, which is around nine forty-five, um, the line definitely like everyone like the yeah whole, everybody moved everyone's up to a, the band, attention right? was on the band, and I was yeah. like okay here's here's finally a break and then you know you're having a beer and finally you're catching like a song or two at that point but like i feel like i missed every every band who played before that so um on facebook um one of the comments that we got that was uh from let me find it here um it's larry meyer um who's a friend of mine um he was one of the volunteers that also served. Oh, Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I met him at and Patron Saints when I worked there. Yeah, Super nice guy. He's a musician, right? Well. Um, and he's a musician, too. Yeah, I think yeah. he plays drums, if I'm accurate. Okay, yeah. Um, so he he messaged out, just, just look at the tip jar. Proud to help the Arts Commission of Greater Toledo. Oliver Hazard Day, 2023. The boys hit another home run, right? Which kind of sums it up. It was it was a home run all around, man. I, I think, uh, I think people were satisfied and I'm glad that we had a logger on tap because there were a lot of people looking for a domestic, uh, you know, your Bud Light, whatever it is. Um, so that came in clutch. Uh, they had vodka sodas that people were getting, but I feel like a, a lot of people were getting our beer, which was great. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, just super cool to be a part of. And, I think uh, I was telling my friends this, like, you know, after we, like on yesterday on Sunday, I was just like, I think, I think out of anything that I've done with, with craft beer so far, I think this might be the the single handedly be like maybe the thing I'm most proud of, like the proudest of for myself doing. Yeah. You know? Well, you brewed an absolutely, in my opinion, perfect beer, perfect beer for the event, but it, it's a great beer. Um, I would say, unfortunately, I can't have more of it right now because we ran out. I know. Like, that's I know. crazy. I know. I never would have thought that. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew we would. I knew we I were going to go through a lot of it. The weather was right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that was what a, what a fantastic event, and so good for the the town of Waterville, mm-hmm. city of Waterville. Mm-hmm. Um, the uptown they they block off the streets. So if if you you know are not familiar with the community, they block off the streets of uptown Waterville. Bands at the end of the street. The whole street is loaded with people. So when I was delivering, at one point in time, I came down and I had to stop, and it was thirty people, <laughs> at least, all crossed in front of me at the same time, going to the festival, um, and that's what I heard. It was it was great big groups of friends. Yeah. And again, it goes back to all this like community and connection and people and and we're just blessed to be a little piece of this pie of this community and waterville's got it going on oliver hazard's got it going on um and with that i kind of want to give some thanks out to some others that were involved and i and i can't i can't name them all and to all of you that volunteered thank you thank you thank you I know Oliver Hazard has sent out their thanks. They've they've sent some messages to us, um, thanking everybody involved and and how well they thought the event went and smooth. Um, but I do want to to reach out to the event as it kind of um, transpired through the day. Um, the DJ was John Zenz, if I'm saying it right. Um, says art installation by Kathy Tida. Maybe. Um, and then the bands that played. So the bands that played was Field Guide, Sam Birchfield, Illiterate Light, and then Oliver Hazard taking the stage at the end. Yeah. And it was, it started at like, I think gates opened at 4.30. Yeah, the gates opened at 4.30. And music started at like, it was five like five, five. Like right around five. And it was music all night long. Yeah. Um, and fantastic music. Food trucks were there. there. Was so many compliments and comments of just how great the atmosphere was. I think I've never served beer at an event like this that where we've gone through like so many kegs of changing kegs and so many people getting. Yeah, it was busy. It was all around like <laughs> just so, such a cool thing, man. I mean, it's just and like it what it's about. It was way smoother with that rolling cooler than it would have been, would have been with Jockey Rockers. <sighs> my, right. buddy, my buddy Steve from uh, Ernest just stopped out um, today at the brewery, and um, I was, he literally said the same thing. It's like, if we had uh, jockey boxes for this thing, I was like, there is no way it would have it went as smooth as it did. Battle. Beers yeah. would have been pouring like super foamy, probably. You would have had all these issues. We would have been fighting it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the cooler was definitely the way to go. That's crazy. Um, and that was um, that was actually something we just acquired due to the expansion right, going exactly. into Waterville. Yeah. And the equipment that we bought, we bought that as part of the equipment that we bought. And we were able to use it already, which is really cool. Yeah. And it worked perfectly. It was perfect. Um, we provided a ice cooler for we didn't need ice but oh yeah some of the other event yeah um yeah like people were using the, the ice cooler to to put ice in trays for like the vodka sodas that were yeah. there yeah um so other thanks i want to give out um oliver hazard number one thank you guys and thank you for including us and thank you for just considering us um 
the uh, Toledo Arts Commission that handled really like all the ticketing and entry and making everything go smooth. Um, going into um, Beam Sunnery, uh, Southern Glazer and uh, Ranch Water, um, which is like a vodka soda that was also served at the event that everything I understand that was like equally as successful. They were very happy yeah. with their sales yeah. to all the patrons that came out and the people that traveled, the city of Waterville, um, the the businesses that are in Uptown Waterville that get the streets closed in front of them. <laughs> and thank you for having this event there and what it means to this community. And uh, just really, I, I I can't say enough thanks to like all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool to see that, you know, 3000 people along the street there. <laughs> yeah at night like that is just and and knowing knowing that like we went through all that beer and like a lot of those people tried you know tasted our beer too man just such a cool feeling yeah i mean there were a lot of local people that probably have been to our place or have had our our beer at other places um but like you said there were a lot of people that traveled yeah and that's the thing like this band is legit they're they're nationwide probably worldwide is a better way to put it. Um, yeah, no. To have people traveling from long distances to come and see them, and just all the places they've been able to travel and take their music, their their groove, and their it's special because it's it what they do is so friendly, and and it's kind of for everybody, right? It's not like yeah, they try um, to you can go to like like rock concerts for instance and it's not for everybody it's for the adults yeah um or you know this event was for it was for everybody it was for the community and yeah no man i mean hopefully we get invited to do it next year so <laughs> i'm sure we probably will but we'll cross our then. fingers um with that and i i will say the the guys in the band, the the arts commission again, everybody was so complimentary about how we handled our side of things. Yeah. We, you know, we're truly we're, we're kind yeah. of a small part of it. Yeah. Um, for us, it was a giant thing, yeah. but for for them and what they do, this was a small part. Yeah. And I think that we we did a good job of planning on our end. Yeah. To be able to get. Um, new stock down there in a super quick way, right? And it works giantly beneficial in our advantage because we're right down the road, right? So, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna nice we're just out of beer we were now. Able to take kegs down that came right out of a cooler, so they stayed cool. They didn't get warm, and they're fresh and crispy. And yeah, the product was always like new and right there for the patrons. And um, we're just we're just out of beer now. <laughs> Yeah, I walked in the cooler <laughs> in the back. Yeah. You know, it, when I first walked in, like before the event, it looked like we had beer coming out of our ears. And now it looks like our cooler is about half dead. Now I'm going to have to like make beer every day yeah. for, for Double the, next, the next three months, <laughs> which um, is fine with me. But yeah. And we got events coming up that we're probably going to burn a fair amount yeah. as well. 
plus at the brewery. So overall, man, it was a solid day, <laughs> solid weekends. I think, you know, just a yeah. cool, cool thing for Buffalo rock and the community. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, sweet. And again, thank you to everybody. And I mean this sincerely, every single person that volunteered that came, that showed up the city, the community, the, the, the Oliver Hazard band for, loving waterville to come back home because they don't have to do this yeah right yeah i mean they could easily go and pack venues like they do all over the country yeah and they don't have to do this in their hometown and it's so cool that they love this place enough yeah um and we're we're thankful and we're we're blessed to be part of it oh yeah um so that was like part of the weekend Oh yeah. So we also had um Togany Fest, which was in Tentogany, Ohio. And the menus were playing there. And the menus are fantastic. Um mostly cover band, right? Um, but they do it in such an entertaining way. If you've never seen the menus, look them up. Um they are entertainers at I mean, that kind of sums it up. They're entertainers. Yeah. And they were at Tentogany Fest or Togany Fest, and we had beer there. So we sold out a beer at that event as well, <laughs> um, which is really cool. That's and cool. Even at that event, which is only like 12 miles, I don't even know if it was that, 10 miles away. Yeah. That event had like 2,000 people at it. So locally, doing such a great job with the communities around here and um i mean yeah talking about like events in the like around this area like even yeah, you know so next we, next week we'll talk about you know some some more upcoming things coming up like yeah, we have like the right ALS, around the als event that's coming up in downtown toledo yeah it's like 30 breweries and uh uh two bands gonna yeah. be at that i think it's is it the beef carvers i don't know who's playing but I think it's the beef carvers and um fleetwood gold Oh, right. On. So that's going to be shutters. a giant event coming in downtown Toledo. Which we'll talk about of. that. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll lead into that. That's a little teaser, but uh, um, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. say enough about how good the beer is. And Jeff, you did a fantastic job with that. Thanks, man. I, um, the only thing that we could have done better, honestly, was probably brew more of it. Yeah. I was literally talking to my friends about this, dude. Like if I would have known, I would we I would try to stress that we should have made like two batches of it, but who who how are you supposed to know that? Yeah, <laughs> just cool. So sweet. Yeah. <coughs> um, excuse me. Um, I think that that. Uh, you do anything else fun this week? Uh, other than that, no. But on next week's episode, I'll be able to talk about uh, get the light out, which is a Zeppelin tribute band that I'm gonna go see. I'm going to next Saturday. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my first time to <laughs> me too. It's crazy. Cause yeah, I think it's a yearly thing and it uh, is a yearly yeah, thing. I can't wait. Actually. I've been trying to... to go for like five years now and I'm finally going. Yep. Uh, me too. So, so let's exactly. talk about that. We'll have a lot to talk exactly. about next week. Yeah, I'll hit you up there. Hell yeah. For sure. Um, have some bevies out there for sure. For sure. I should have probably hit them up to put bevies on tap there. <laughs> but next time we do have an event coming up at Centennial Terrace. Oh, that's uh, uncorked. Yeah, or, Captain um, uncorked. Captain uncorked. Yep. Yeah. So that's yeah, coming yeah. up in uh, it's a, it's October, September, September, late September, October. Some, yeah, that's coming up. Sounds so about right. 
yeah, we've we definitely been diving into a lot of events. You can find our beer in a lot of places, semi-local, and uh, we'll keep doing more of this. And yeah. thank you all for listening. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for checking us out, man. Enjoy and that brewski. Come back next week. It's going to be a new episode and all exciting stuff. And I hope you guys are all enjoying it yeah. as you're uh, hopefully sitting and enjoying your favorite bevy with us. And I yeah. think with that, that's a wrap. That's a wrap, dude. For bevies on tap. All right. What do you say? What do you always say? Hey yo. Hey yo. <laughs>